Welcome to the t- first episode of 2021 of the Rediscover Geek Show. I am joined here as usual. I'm Chris Canton, joined here as usual by Anthony Pavlich and Cesar Solario. I don't know why I said your last name. <laughs> that seems so weird. Um, I, I, it's 2021. I, I, I want a way to rat me out. I'm a witness protection. Your name is literally spelled out on the screen <laughs> as we speak right now. I want to be in your head. As you're going through the intro, <laughs> <laughs> I want to see all those letters it's, just whizzing by. Like, fucking, you know, it looks like we, a fucking we, 605 freeway or 405 freeway just all over the place. We we really talk about this every week, and I have every time right before we go live, I have a different thing I think I'm going to say, and then when I finally go live and say it, like I start, it just it just changes. I just change, and I sometimes write stuff out. Like maybe one day I'm just gonna write a script out and I'm just gonna read straight from the script. <laughs> and like this is the way a normal intro should be read. I'm sure you won't sound robotic at all. No, not at all. <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm a pro at reading prompter, guys. I'm a oh, pro okay. at reading prompter. Um, but anyways, yes, it's episode thirty. It's the first episode of the new year. We've uh, take we took a short hiatus, two weeks. Um, haven't talked to you guys in a while. I've talked to you guys, but haven't talked to you guys on this in a while so Can how was your holidays we haven't geeked out like a it was it was like was a it? week and a half right now it's two weeks no it was, it was a full week, week. Right? yeah yeah, it was, yeah. Two, it was two weeks yeah no it was one um, week it was, it was one week yeah one week but it's been the... two but it's been two weeks since the last episode <laughs> yes <laughs> 605 605 <laughs> oh no i i am right on this though it's been 14 days from the last episode the two weeks. That is correct. Yes. Yeah, okay. you guys are wrong. So, <laughs> starting twenty twenty one strong with no, the fire. I, no, it. I mean you're the guys. You're, you're attacking me on my numbers, guys. I do math like all day long. <laughs> well, technically, we're both right. Not even technically, we are both right because yeah, it's been one episode. No, yes, you're not we've, right. we, we've been gone for a week. You've been. We missed one episode. Yes. Yeah. But it's been 14 so, days since the last episode. But it hasn't. But yes. you can't sit. Th- you can't sit there and say that you, we've been gone for a week. Because we haven't been gone for a week. We've been gone for two weeks. No, we haven't. We have. We've well, been gone just, for one episode. Disagree. Yeah. No, this... <laughs> we've been gone for one ep. No, no. <laughs> I'm gonna die on this hill until you guys admit that I'm right. We're not gonna you get to anything else. You yeah. need me on this hill. <laughs> um. All right, but anyways, how was your guys' holidays? <laughs> um, how was everything? I don't care about your guys' holidays. Yeah, how was your holiday? Let's just get to it. I'm not. I'm, I'm how was your holiday, guys, Mark? Like a nice Let's question. start with my, yours. My holiday was good. Like it That's was awesome. very relaxing. We had a nice, nice Christmas that led into a nice New Year's and. Now we start the year, like this first week back at work, and that's always fun. Mm. Did Santa bring you any awesome loot? No, Santa doesn't bring. Santa always brings Finn gifts. So mm. Finn got an awesome ATOT Lego Walker and oh. dropship, which is incredible. It took Santa's elves eleven hours to build that thing. <laughs> well, yeah. Anthony Pavlich always. tried to send you something from Santa. <laughs> And unfortunately, it didn't arrive. Well, it did no, arrive. No, 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 it didn't arrive. It actually didn't <laughs> arrive. It didn't arrive to your house. <laughs> it didn't arrive to my house. That is right. So, Caesar, the story is he, he was sent a gift 
um, from his Amazon wish list, and it was sent to his address. And it was weird because it showed that it was delivered and everything in the park. <laughs> but what was it? A couple of days after, or I no, think it was I mean, after it was, you got back. It was ten days after, so it was like, it was like on the first. Yeah, you're like, hey, the thirty first. Did yeah. you send me something? <laughs> I because I didn't receive it. Yeah, and I thought I was like, hey, we've had some packages. Like, go go walk away, and then you're like, yeah. yeah you were worried was, about like a package thief, right? Yeah. You had a package that kind of seemed like it was destroyed or dismantled. Yeah, yeah, like holding it. Clearly, people are like looking through stuff. So, yeah, and then you said that it was delivered on the 21st. And I said, no, it was not delivered. (laughs) It was not delivered. It was not. Like, oh, no, I felt really bad. So I reached out to Amazon and was like, hey, what's up? And they they told me essentially that I had talked to the seller. I'm like, okay. So I emailed the seller and asked them, hey, this is the situation. You know, he was there all day. And he never received the package. So we do back and forth. They asked me for verification. Okay, where was it sent to? Blah, blah, blah. Can you verify the address? And then he says, did they respond back? Say, did you check with the neighbors? And, you know, did they see anything or report anything unusual? Um, they say it was delivered. <laughs> and I go, no, unfortunately not. He was, but again, he was there all day. Didn't hear a door. Didn't hear a knock. They replied back. The ship to address on the order is... Mark's address, but his old address. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, it's not, I don't think it's as bad. Like, look. Well, it's, it's not cart. bad, but uh... it's funny because when I said that old man, that's his old address. So, unfortunately, that's not where he lives now. So, there's no other options for me. They literally respond back, I don't think so. Sorry. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> like, you're on your own, buddy. After I sent that message, I didn't hear because they were sending them pretty quickly, and then there was a big delay when I sent them the message. But why would um, I'm saying why would you tell them (laughs) that you ruined it, man? Now, now I don't get a gift, and (laughs) Uh, so you mean I should have said, "Oh yeah, no, that address is correct," and I was like, "Oh, we'll send a replacement." And I was like, oh, you, can you send it to a different address? Yeah, exactly. You could have said, you literally could have said that. Like, you know what? That address is correct. But hey, can you send it to this address? I, I'm not trying to scam it. They're probably like a small business, right? <laughs> like, they can't they can't send out another gift. I get it. I felt Man, bad because... It's okay. Uh, it was my fault. He did it to himself. Don't feel bad. That's true. This is I, I did do fault. it to myself. And no, I, and I admitted I, I took responsibility and I said I feel like a jerk. And I do. So, oh, but that's a, day, that's a, like, that's a, nah. that's the nicest thing you've said all year. <laughs> I've actually said some really nice things this year. <laughs> so anyway, that was mine. My holiday. How was your guys's? How was your guys's holiday? What did you, what did you guys do for? What do you? I don't know. What did you guys do for? Did you do anything special? Did you? Did you uh, ring in the new year. Hung oh, out, I'll talk about that. Hung out, hung out with the family for Christmas. Uh, did the usual stuff. Had some delicious tamales, pozole, uh, amazing. And yeah, again, uh, just like you, uh, Jansen, uh, Santa came for the kiddos, and I just enjoyed watching them open up gifts. I mean, it's it's the best part of Christmas. I don't even care what I get anymore. Honestly, it's just so fun to watch them open up the gifts and see how excited they are. So got to enjoy that. Uh, for New Year's, I just stayed home. I stayed home. Um, waited for midnight. Once that midnight came along, you know, I just 
I binge watch Cobra Kai. <laughs> that was my New Year's. I'm not gonna lie. I just knocked it out one day. But yeah, had a good uh good Christmas, good New Year's. It was it was nice that they released it early. That was like a really nice like ring in the new year to mm-hmm. Cobra Kai if you stayed up that late. I on New Year's I forgot to mention, like I found my new favorite thing to do. And I it kind of was like something that I've done multiple times, like in previous years. Um Watching CNN's Hall like New Year's ring in with Anderson Cooper and Andy Cohen. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you text us about that. Is like my new favorite thing that I'm gonna do. So they essentially just like I, I think CNN's just like, you know what? This seems to be working. So just go out there and get plastered drunk <laughs> and whatever happens, happens. Because I was literally like laughing out loud, like just watching, like just the just them progressively get more drunk. As a, it got closer to midnight, and then the conversation. Or were they outside? Like, where did they film? It was weird. They did Times Square, so everybody was at Times Square, mm. but obviously it wasn't like the crowds. And so they had like these little like pods of like first responders that were like in their pods, and so they're all split up. And so it was like this very weird, like I don't know. It was it was very mm. odd, but um, but them just watching them like, oh, it was great. It was fantastic. <laughs> that's my new thing i'm gonna i'm gonna watch it every year i'm gonna turn on cnn and so they were drinking uh, on tv yeah they're taking yeah they're what? taking shots on cnn wow. yeah. and you'd think like okay like a lot of times like people fake taking shots but no like you literally saw them get more drunk <laughs> like they were clearly drinking and like the conversations like went to like they had snoop dogg on and one of the like games they played with them is i have never gotten high here and so like he just so they're like saying like all this random stuff and anderson cooper's cracking up and he can't even get a word in because he's laughing so hard and you have andy cohen like i have never gotten high at the white house <laughs> I have never gotten wow <laughs> and then you have snoop dogg like responding with every place he's never he's never been high at the dmv that's the only one that he didn't say that oh my god that's high. where you need to get high <laughs> How long did they go? How long did it run? I mean, it's like a essentially from like ten thirty to midnight, so Jeez. it's like an hour and a half. But it is a uh, it was this good is obviously the time. first year they did it. No, no, they usually like in the previous years. Um, I, I've watched and they have like anchor Don Lemon is usually down in like New Orleans with uh, Brooke Baldwin, another one of the anchors. And mm. they're like the funny ones to watch because they just get drunk in New Orleans. So they're at like a bar screaming like at the camera. <laughs> but this time it was like Anderson Cooper and Andy Cohen that were really getting oh, nice. drunk from Times Square. So yeah. Anywho. Cool. Anthony, how was I yours? I did that. Yeah. It was, it was so nice, man. Like, yeah, from New Year's Eve all the way to, was it Sunday? Yeah, just super chill. Yeah. Got, uh, felt like I got a lot done in terms of, you know, organize some stuff that I wanted to organize, play some games I wanted to play. And just yeah. just didn't do anything. Didn't leave the house. <laughs> we had a really nice, we picked up dinner from takeout for takeout and then uh, had that. Just, yeah, just didn't do it. And But I was a lightweight on New Year's Eve, had a glass of wine and then went to bed pretty early. <laughs> nice. I had like one, I had, I don't, I don't really, it's weird in quarantine. I haven't, I don't really drink. So I had Either. one, I had like one glass of, uh, I had one Jameson and ginger and then, uh, that was it. That was all yeah. I, I can't, I can't drink. 
very much. Yeah. yeah, I'm act- I'm looking forward to when I can finally go out and to see because before I could like drink like a lot of Jameson and Gingers. <laughs> so <laughs> my my bar tab, I, I'm hoping like my bar tab decreases significantly when I'm able to go back to bars. Um, you know so. what's crazy? I remember asking you, Jansen, uh, before. Uh, you've mentioned that you're actually able to drink alone, right? I am. Yeah. Okay, and for some reason during the pandemic, you just can't seem to drink. I've never it's been true. one to drink alone. I just I've I've never been able to do it, and now I'm the opposite. During the <laughs> pandemic, I can drink. Like oh, wow. I've been I've been enjoying a beer. It's, it's I'm not doing it on a daily basis. I'll probably have a beer every weekend, maybe. Um, and I definitely have beer by myself during uh, the football games. But yeah, I'm finding it easier for me to drink by myself, and that's probably mm. not a good thing. Well, I, I feel like a lot of people probably are. A lot of social drinkers that like to drink just can't do the social aspect. So they're finding, like before, they're like, oh, I don't drink alone. I like drinking like yeah. with people. But now you can't drink with people, so you have to drink alone, right? So you can you can Zoom drink. It's just not the same. Like, <laughs> drinking oh, nah. over Zoom is just not the same. We tried that at the beginning of the pandemic. It was weird. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. You can't like yell like you're not yelling at someone. I actually, I actually, I have a friend. He's gonna remain nameless, but I have a friend who gets drunk very fast, like to the point where he passes out. And it happened mm. on one of the Zoom calls. It was just oh, weird because wow. he passed out on one of the Zoom calls. They were like, "Oh crap, what do we do? Do we just log off?" It was so weird. <laughs> yeah, just leave it on. You record them. Make sure you record the Zoom call. <laughs> Um, all right, we'll get, we'll get into this, uh, cause actually over the break, uh, a lot of like, not like, not a ton of news because it's usually like low key news over the holidays, but a lot of movies came out, which I wanted to pick you guys' brain on. You had like some big releases. You had Wonder Woman 1984 release on HBO Max on Christmas Day. You had Soul do the same thing, um, on, uh, was it, the, it might've been the day after on Disney plus. Then you oh, had Tenet. Both, both of them. Both of them were on uh, Christmas. Were they both on Christmas yeah. Day? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I think um, uh, and... Soul was at 10 a.m. Uh, Pacific uh, time. And Wonder Woman was at noon. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but both on Christmas Day. So, And then you had Tenet for those of us that have been waiting patiently and so excited for Tenet to finally be released digitally. <laughs> it came out. So, I, I put the question out to you guys. <laughs> Either you first. What did you watch, and what were your thoughts? <laughs> Who is your daddy, and what does he do? <laughs> what did he do? Uh, I watched uh, two out of those those three. I watched uh, So. I watched Wonder Woman. Watched them both back to back on Christmas Day. Do you want nice. to know my what thoughts? Or <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give me your thoughts. You know what? Actually, let's let's think. What did you? I I I only watched Soul and Wonder Woman. Anthony, what did you watch? I watched Wonder Woman and Tenet. Okay, so we can really only talk about in full Wonder Woman because we all talked about Wonder Woman. So we'll start there, and then we'll. You can still make your your notes. Like you guys can talk about Soul, and then I can have my notes on Tenet. Is this spoiler free? Yeah, it's it's spoiler free. Okay. Yeah, so spoiler free. Um, and we'll start with Wonder Woman, then we'll go to Soul, and then you can talk about Tenet. And I could talk about why I didn't watch it. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so Wonder Woman, what were your thoughts there, Caesar? Um, at the before the show started, I said the, the the movie sucked. It didn't suck, you know. That's just me being a being a douche. Um, <laughs> without get without getting too much into detail, I watched it once, and I think I'm done. 
I think I think one, I, I think a one time watch is more than enough for this movie. Um, it wasn't a terrible movie, but it definitely did not stand out for me. Okay, all right. Initial thoughts there, Anthony. What were your thoughts? Initial thoughts is I enjoyed it. I I thought same thing. It's not a great blockbuster film by all means, but I I think that's what's interesting is I've been finding more enjoyment out of the big blockbuster movies than I thought. Maybe it might be because I'm going in with lower expectations or I'm not expecting a lot. But this one, I just thought it was all around. It was it was solid. Then and I enjoyed it. I, I thought I had fun watching it. I, I I'm the same way. I, I enjoyed like I don't understand like the hate that was like on the internet for it. Yeah. Like like I, I don't know if like maybe people just haven't had superhero movies in such a long time that like they were expecting something different or they were expecting like a Marvel like full on like universe creating like movie. But it was an enjoyable like blockbuster. It wasn't by any means like like uh, a great like Oscar winner or like it wasn't like an end game, but it was an enjoyable superhero movie. I, I enjoyed it. I, I think like, yeah, it just had like it had a very positive message. It I, I also liked it because it wasn't like this dark, like mm-hmm. there's like dark components, but it just wasn't like the dark that you always see in like the Superman, like DC Universe movies that have been going on. And so it's just a different feel for it. And I don't know if people necessarily like it, um, but I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was fine. Now, will I see it again? Probably not. Would I ever have any other to see it in theaters? I mean, I'll watch it again probably someday, but I would never like go to a movie theater to watch it. So, I but, wonder if yeah. some of the hate is because it's it's a female-driven film, very similar to like Mulan. Why there was so much hate around Mulan? It's like I wonder if that's a component of it. And people are just being like super critical because they've got nothing else better to do. <laughs> Yeah, I, I actually, I don't, I don't know. I, I saw a lot of the same people that thought well, the first Wonder Woman was good say stuff like that this was like terrible. So I, I don't know if like what they were expecting or what they were planning. Um, I, I feel, um, I kind of feel, I, I kind of feel that way because I enjoyed the first Wonder Woman and I like what it brought to the table and what it did for, you know, just women in general and girls, uh, little girls out there. Uh, it just empowered so many, so many women out there, and just the, all those little girls being so happy to finally see Wonder Woman on the big screen. Um, it was such a big thing. Then I just felt like they took Wonder Woman and they just—I I felt like they made her a bit weak in this movie. I—I I, she seemed more vulnerable, and I think they were going for that. But I don't know. I—that's what it was for me. And then she did a lot of new things in this movie that, for me. I'm such a I'm such a stiffler for when it comes to continuity and things just don't line up with you know the present time or the the Justice League things just don't line up for me and it just I hate it when continuity just does not align and there's a lot of holes because of this movie. Hmm. Yeah, I um it was actually weird cuz when you watch the trailer, I remember us talking about the trailer and I was like, what is she doing like swinging on lightning bolts and crap like that like i had a real issue and i thought i was gonna have a real issue with it but when i watched the movie i was like okay it's not nearly as like like ridiculous as 
I mean, it's ridiculous because it's a superhero money <laughs> movie and you're swinging on lightning bolts, but it's not as ridiculous as what I was expecting going in. Um, and I also just like disagree with people like, like they're like the story, oh, like he gets wishes or whatever. And I'm like, I don't understand how this isn't any different than Thanos snapping his fingers and making the entire population, like half the population disappear. Like, I, I don't see like how it's such a, a crazy stretch of story. <laughs> from what everybody loves about like other movies. So yeah. um I don't know, the, the the whole wish thing when it got to the wish uh it, it felt more like a tales from the crypt type movie at that point for me. It, it really I, I can see that. Yeah, that that's where I started <laughs> I it, it started feeling that way and it just started feeling weird and then you started noticing that the superhero part of this movie was going away. You know, and without without us spoiling anything I wasn't expecting that final battle to go the way it did. It didn't feel like a battle at all. Yeah. See, so yeah. Again, I'm I'm more disappointed in um, where they went with it based on the first movie. I thought they did a great job with the first movie. I thought it, it definitely stood out and it put Wonder Woman. That's why uh, not too long ago I had those graphics where I made fun of every uh, DC superhero except for her because what that what that movie actually meant yeah. to me. And I just felt like they took her in this movie and they just really made her so vulnerable. And it, it was just I mean, weird for me. I think they tried it. They had they tried to humanize her. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's because like when you look at DC heroes in general, it's hard for. I think like one of the issues with DC is it's hard to grasp and understand their heroes because like Superman is Superman and like he's the ultimate superhero, the ultimate good guy, the ultimate thing. And it's hard to like relate to their heroes as opposed to like Marvel where you can relate to like Spider-Man as a kid that gets superpowers and he's dealing with like, like that element of like, having responsibility and stuff like that so i i i I like that they're trying to humanize her and i also think it kind of played into when you start making her like if people think that oh she's wonder woman's weaker in this i actually i think but that kind of went into the story because the story was her losing something that was like like that that was kind of like the curse part of the wish right and so what made her Wonder Woman, like that Amazonian like stuff, I thought like that was kind of like that was going with like she was losing that element of it, which I think people thought of her becoming more like weak. But I think that I, I don't know, I took it as they were just, I guess, all tied into the story. Um, so. But all right. So Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman, Soul, Caesar, what were your thoughts on Soul? Anthony can't speak on it because he didn't watch it. <laughs> I, I enjoyed so. I enjoyed it. Uh, I didn't feel like it really stood out as uh, as one of the bigger Pixar movies. Um, but it, it was definitely a Pixar movie. Story-based. Uh, it, it's still very touching. Very creative. Uh, I felt like the, the jokes just didn't stand out. Um, especially those uh, those one-liners. I felt like they didn't stand out as much as they usually do in a, in a typical Pixar movie. But uh the story just it was a fun story i enjoyed it very much and i felt like this was more uh appealing to the grown-ups than it was to kids like uh typically uh, pixar aims for and i enjoyed that about it yeah. but uh, yeah i think it's a it's still a very fun story i enjoyed it very much yeah i i, I agree that it definitely was more geared towards adults because finn 
we sat down and tried to watch it with Finn and he had like no interest. And I think like beyond like the cuteness of like right now, when you're seeing the watching the trailer, like it was very much adult themed, like, like, I mean, you're talking about like existence and like existential questions about like things. Um, I enjoyed the music. I thought the animation was freaking phenomenal. Like mm-hmm. there's like lighting and stuff they did in this that like, with the shadow and it, I, I thought like the animation was amazing in this um, and the music. I really enjoyed the music. Um, I enjoyed the movie a lot. I, I'll i probably watch it again because I watched it one time and I feel like I need, probably need to watch it again to fully understand like what they were trying to say. So. Anthony, watch it. Highly recommend. Yeah. It's weird. I haven't watched a Pixar film in a very long time now. I still didn't even see Toy Story 4. Um, it took me a Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I just, I don't know what it is about what happened because it used to be on top of every Pixar film that came out. Um, I don't know if it's just like a, an appeal thing where I just not have as drawn to them anymore as I used to be, or yeah, it's, it's very odd, but yeah, I definitely, I definitely want to catch up and see the last few of them. All right. And the last movie was Tenant. Only one of us watched it. <laughs> Well, I guess my question to you is, should I spend the money and watch it? Yes. Okay. It's Because it, I think it's one of those movies where, okay, we, you don't know what the hell's going on. I mean, it was even, the story too was like the actors that were in the film, even so, after yeah. making it, still don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah. And I think what's very interesting is that this is definitely Nolan's most ambitious picture from a narrative standpoint on essentially all the movies he's made up to this point it's basically his most abstract like whatever he was trying to tell us in inception even dark knight whatever he was trying to tell us with um interstellar it's all come to this point and i think this is the culmination of like everything he's been trying to like (laughs) visually present it's in this movie it's weird because you have no idea what the fuck's going on. <laughs> I mean, we we paused it, I think, halfway through and a couple more times after that, like, Samantha and I were looking at each other like, do you have any idea what's going on? Like, no. I, you. It's weird, too, because you hear them say the words and you're still like, I hear the words that they're saying, but I have no clue what it is that they've just talked about, they just said. So how is that like a movie that I want to see? That's what's like, that's what's fascinating about this movie is I think he's made the most live action meta movie ever. It's literally <laughs> so meta that you are kind of engrossed in it. You're you're confused, but at the same time you're like invested. It's it's huh. it's ironic. And I think it's one of those movies that like you kind of want to watch again and it's that thing where some if you some of the articles that you read it's like that that movie where you rewatch multiple times and then you start realizing this is a fucking masterpiece huh all right um jail says robert pattinson steals this movie is that true he's pretty good in it yeah he See, his, I, I... his intro is like pretty like okay damn this guy's come a long way as an actor is it pedro pasquale still (laughs) because he chews up the scenery in wonder woman he chews it up 
I would say it's more subtle. Okay. It's not as 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 bombastic. He's he's a lot more subtle, and it's really he does he does a really good job. But this movie's a trip, dude. Like you just just as long as you know you're going into it and you're going to be fucking confused the entire movie, <laughs> and that's fine. I think that's Nolan's his whole mo. Stick. I mean, you you yeah you definitely <laughs> expect it. Knowing it's Christopher Nolan, you definitely expect it. I mean, there's a bunch of stuff in Batman that you know you you question, but it's Batman, so it's easier to grasp. But yeah, yeah uh, watching Inception, uh, it, it took me like the fifth watch to finally understand the movie. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. It's, it, yeah, that's that's typical Nolan. And I think that's why this is impressive that Nolan was able to get this done. And I think it, again, it's because of the work he's built up that he's fi- he's been able to like, okay, motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm going to drop it all on you now. And because th- this movie is, it's, it's a trip. The one thing that's very interesting too, is like that whole audio controversy that came out when the movie. Yeah. There, like, I remember that. That's real. Like it, it might be because it's like the concophony of everything that's happening in the film, but it is, it, it's like, it's kind of hard to hear the dialogue. Sometimes it gets drowned out but- by like, I mean, but that's, yeah, that's like, it really, as they mentioned, it's like in all his films, it's very much, they have this, like this audio sense where you do like have to listen for the dialogue because there's so much like, or something going on in the background. Um, but it's tough because it feels like this, you, it's almost like you, it's, well, I don't know. And I think, again, it might be the meta. It might be the meta that it's like everything that's happening you're kind of you're kind of questioning even everything that's being said. It's like, wait a minute, what did they say? Both from like a literal perspective and a figurative perspective. And I oh. think that's like, I wouldn't let's put it this way. I wouldn't put it past him if that was his tr- like intention. Like if he was like, okay, this is what we're doing. We're just going to confuse like, okay. people more. <laughs> but also uh, makes more sense why it would be a re- re-watchable film. You would want to watch it multiple times because it is maybe, It is. It is kind of like the – it really is. It's like the dream within the dream within the dream. Like he so, made a movie within a movie within a movie. So, yeah, that's his MO. He's trying to get – like make people go back and watch it again just so they can like – he was trying to make the big blockbuster, right? And so people have to go back to the theater multiple times to try to understand the movie. Yeah. I don't know if that's... Um, I I didn't watch it. <laughs> I, I meant, like... And the reason I didn't watch it is because I just have... I've lost all urge to watch it. Like, it was that part of that thing we've had this conversation that, like, the longer you hold out on these films, the less likely I am to view them because something else is going to come along and watch it. So... Yeah, so I could have watched it, but, but I just why though? Have... Like, because for example, for example, like Wonder Woman didn't get a theatrical release, but it, it released. Like, so you could almost say like Tenet got its release on the digital release day when it came out for stream and digital and rent. Yeah, I think it's just in my mind. Like, I've been like, and I think like probably everything that led up, like all the controversy of like Tenet and then pushing it back and like. Like this, like the the I almost want to say like ego of opening it up in them. Like no, it has to open up in a movie theater. Like I, I think that kind of just put me off. And then the longer it went on, it just put me off to where I didn't. I don't have an urge to see it. 
Um, I'll probably see it on your recommendation to just find out just how confusing it is. <laughs> well, I got to say too, is like, cause I did the same thing with Redbox. I got the 4k ultra yeah. HD version. Cause I got to, I wanted to use it on the PlayStation and I got to say it's, it's pretty man. Like is watching it? it in 4k with the, even the sound too. Like it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's badass. <laughs> it's, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely check it out. I mean, it looks visually, it looks cool. <laughs> Do you have like no interest in watching it or have, have you just forgotten it even existed? Because mm-hmm. that was my problem. Honestly, I forgot it existed. And then I went to, uh, I was on Apple TV looking for something to watch and it came up. I was like, oh, let me go rent it. But it wasn't available for rent. It's still only available for purchase. And I wasn't going to spend nineteen ninety nine on this movie. But, yeah, I, but I, it did. It did just slip my mind. I forgot this movie even came out. I, I knew it was coming out. I was very aware it was coming out. Um, but yeah, I just didn't. I don't have an urge to it. It's also something that's weird. Like I also noticed like New Mutants. <laughs> like I want to see New Mutants, but I really just have no words to pay for New Mutants. So I'm like, <laughs> I know that's out, and I just yeah, I just haven't watched that either. But I want to see it. So. But. So really, is it is a format thing? Because if it was in theaters, would you say you would see it? Barring I mean, if, any pandemic. Barring any pandemic, if it released when it was supposed to release, I would have won and saw it. But I think it mm-hmm. was because of everything that happened leading up to it, and then the release, and then just the wait, that it just kind of pushed, like maybe it pushed out of my mind, like there's just other things, there's just so much stuff that I could watch now, and there's so much out there that I just have, like, why pay for something right now? And I could watch Wonder Woman for free. I could watch Soul for free. Cobra Kai came out on New Year's Eve. Um, like, yeah. But I'll probably watch it because it is on, like, Redbox. So I just have to find that 4K Blu-ray somewhere. So do you like this release schedule they're doing now where instead of paying the access fee for a month, you get it for free for a month, and then it goes exclusively yeah. to theaters? Yeah, I'm down with it because I get to watch it. <laughs> so. I have no problem. I can't wait for the Warner Brothers stuff to start releasing on HBO Max next year. Or this year. Yeah, because we're in 2021. Um, 2021! Yeah, 2021! Um, it was actually funny. I, I This is not on something we want to talk about, but um, I, saw, I thought it was interesting because um, over what people watch, I saw this link on the top uh, over the course of week of December 26th, the top 20 movies that were streamed from or shows that were streamed on uh like streamed i guess over the week of christmas what do you guys think was number one Wonder Woman. shows or movies shows and movies there was a combination of movies and tv were, were, were part of this list over the christmas week Wonder... yeah over yeah. christmas week okay wonder woman would be pretty high but i wouldn't yeah. be surprised if it's some like christmas chronicles so um, Wonder Woman and Soul didn't even make that list. And what? I think it's probably, really? yeah, I think it's probably because they came towards the end. I don't know what the actual end dates were, but if they released on Christmas day, like people had an entire week to stream stuff. So I think it was just like in the quantity, like number wise, what people were. So um, before Christmas day. So from Christmas day, the week of Christmas. Yeah. So the week of the 20s, no, the week after Christmas. Sorry. Is, oh, that's weird. Maybe I'm wrong. Holy crap. I didn't even realize so that. The week leading into New Year's? Oh, no, it was the week of the December 26th. Okay. So, yeah, so it was that week leading, that, that week of Christmas. 
I think, was the way they had it. So, yeah, the number one, obviously, was National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, which wow. I feel like – which is odd because I feel like it's mostly, like, older generation. I, I, I consider yeah. myself part of the older generation. Like, I can't I, – I've never seen a young person say, like, oh, my God, I want to watch Lampoon, National yeah. Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. So, um, wow. number two was Elf, which I do think like, it, it hit That's not a surprise. All. Number three was Tenet. So, Tenet did make the list. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, and then it goes like Christmas Story, Harry Potter franchise, Home Alone, Dr. Seuss. Um, but some of the ones that were interesting is uh, Yellowstone was number 10, season three of Yellowstone. Mm. I'm, I'm current. Tosh and I are watching it. I love that show. I think I've mentioned this before. It's modern cowboy Game of Thrones. If you haven't watched it, you should definitely check it out. Um, and then Game of Thrones. So it's like number 12. So people were like binge watching on Christmas week Game of Thrones. Wow. Wow. Which I thought that was weird. So odd. Yeah. So you're telling me The Office didn't even make that list? Oh, The Office did. The Office okay. made number 16. Oh, but it wasn't in the top 10. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Friends made 11. It wasn't in the top 10. Friends with 11. Um, Polar Express, which I just can't stand that movie. Like, I've never seen there's it. Something, there's something about like that like like animation that I just don't like. Like that. The creepy like animation? The, yeah, the creepy animation. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Like, there's something about it that I don't like. Um, hey, Bill. Um, and then, uh, let's see what else. Die Hard 14, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Like, all three of the Grinches are on here. Did you say? Um, oh. <laughs> Die yeah, Hard was, yeah, Die Hard 14. <laughs> I was like, what? They have 14 of those now? <laughs> um, and New Mutants was number 20. So, New Mutants cracked the top 10 or top 20. The tenant you said was four, number four, three. Number three. It was number three. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's a trip, man. It's it'd be curious. Trip. It'd be curious to see what, what the week after was because it'd probably be like Wonder Woman's soul. Um, all those. Wonder Woman so. has no soul. Oh. That's not true. <laughs> Yeah, if yes, anybody they, in the chat, uh, if anybody saw any of those movies, Wonder Woman, Tenet, or uh, so, let us know what you think. Let us know your thoughts. Yeah, see, uh, Bill, JRPG Bill Club. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. It's the animation. And also the story of a train conductor that takes a bunch of kids, like, without their parents up to Polar, to um, to North Pole is just creepy to me. Like, <laughs> It's just, it's a little odd. I don't know. All aboard the train. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> it, Gonna I, get some presents. <laughs> but then if you think about, like, the majority of Christmas movies are just, like, involve terrible parenting, involve, yeah. like, just in general, like. Kids talking to strangers. Yeah, like, bad things. Like, anything that you shouldn't do, it's, like, involves. I mean, um, Home Alone, definitely. They're just bad parenting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. What else? What else? Um. Who? I kind of lost track of what I was where I was going, guys. Um, there wasn't much news that we had, really. Yeah. Oh, there wasn't much news. Bill has a good take on Wonder Woman. Uh, Wonder Woman for like two good movies smashed together to make a bad movie. See, I don't think it was. No, bad, I don't though. think so. I See, don't. I don't it wasn't I don't, a bad movie. I don't think it was a bad movie, but that kind of makes sense to me because I just I, I felt like that movie. It started off as something, and then, like, yeah, half of the movie was, was one movie, the other half was a different movie. That's how I felt mm. about it. I don't think it was a bad movie, but I don't think it was a great movie. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It is what it is. It's not up there in my top superhero movies. It's just, like, in the middle of... Uh, 
Yeah, it was good. Um, news, there's like the rumor mill, I think was the only kind of news. They had like uh, Justin Gordon Lovett's talking to Marvel. Um, Which, which we, is, we kind of surmised or theorized that it might be something yeah, related I was to Fantastic like, Four. Fantastic Four. It has to be like Fantastic Four or I think it's X-Men. Like it has to be somewhere in the new movies that like if he is yeah. to get a role. And then I'm like trying to think of like what what role could it be? Like he could do it. I could see him doing a good Johnny Storm. Yeah, Johnny Storm, probably a little older though, right? Cuz he's he's older now. He's in his 30s. Yeah. Like um I was thinking like depending on like what like maybe Angel or like Archangel, like depending on what, like mm. how they do, like like it all really depends on what what storyline they go with. Excellent. No, It'd be a good Banshee. That'd be yeah. So that was that. Obviously, nothing came. It's just like rumors. And then yesterday, the Michael Keaton news that popped off and sent the world like Michael <laughs> Keaton was taking over as a DC extended universe Batman. And then like as fast as it broke, like the New York times writer that wrote the article, like stepped away and then saw that his article was causing this. And so he corrected it. And <laughs> then he took away like everybody's hopes of Michael Keaton and a Batman beyond. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Which I still think, I, I think they do have plans for Batman beyond. I think it makes so much sense for them to take that storyline. It would be, wouldn't it be interesting though, to see Michael Keaton in a dark Knight returns. Frank uh, Miller yeah. style. That. Like the problem is he doesn't yeah. have the build. They would the only person okay. I can imagine that would like be good in that as because he would have the build is um why am I blanking his name? What's his face? Josh Brolin. Yeah, you can't have Josh Brolin. <laughs> how, many, <laughs> how many different like Mar- movies he's Thanos? He's, hey, the guy has the build for it, man. He has the build as a comic yeah. book. Yeah, as a comic book. Yeah, over to DC, no, man. I I still think like Ben Affleck would make a good Dark Knight. Like you can age man. him. He's he's getting up there in years. He had that build in Justice League, and like he definitely had that build. Yeah. But like Bill, like I I think a Batman Beyond movie with Michael Keaton as Bruce Wayne as the original Batman, and you bring yeah, in Terry McGinnis, like dope. that would be, and it it would it would allow you to do a Batman movie that's not really tied. Like it's it's a different type of Batman movie, so you can't compare it. You wouldn't be able to say like, "Oh, I prefer this Batman over like I prefer Christopher Nolan's yeah. Batman's over like the Batman like." It'd Zach be the Snyder's. Batman version of Into the Spider Verse. Yeah, I it, it would be it would be so cool, and Michael Keaton's awesome. And I don't know if the stream is hitting hiccups again or it's just my internet. Because it froze on me. So it's, it's it's your internet. Yeah, it seems yeah. okay. Man, I'm just having like a yeah, just not doing well over here. That was it. <laughs> that was it for <laughs> Man, it sounded like you just gave up on life right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'll be okay, buddy. Know, like... We're gonna make this through together. <laughs> yeah, it's it's still not working. Like I'm like I can't see the chat. I can't yeah, everything's everything's frozen. I'm lucky that I'm keeping the Zoom alive <laughs> right now. Um, uh, a couple things. Cobra Kai, I know you haven't watched it, Anthony, which is very a shame. And the fact that you're still on season two is uh, not cool. Um, I'm bothered. What are your thoughts on what what has made it so 
Because have you guys finished all of it right now, right? I am I'm, completely I'm... caught. I am. Yes, I'm waiting for season four. <laughs> okay. Uh, I am. Um, I'm spacing it out. I have. I'm four episodes in. I'm usually doing two episodes a night. So, um, or I try I, to do like when I do watch it. You can pinpoint that it's made it kind of because it's starting to get a little bit cultural phenomenon ish. You know what? Like, I, I I was watching. I was probably into episode six when that hit me, and I wanted to bring that up on mm-hmm. the show. Is what has made this show so fucking ridiculously successful? I want to know that too because you have shows that appeal to all the you know newer audiences. You have shows that appeal to kind of half and half, but not this crazy. I want to know that did, did they just manage to find that sweet spot where everyone can relate to this? I think he found like a sweet spot between nostalgia and like modern. And so people that love like karate, like the nostalgia of it are now watching a modern version. And I think we said this before, they just really own, they know exactly what they are. And so it's written, I think, incredibly well. So they know that it's campy. They know that it's, yeah, I just, like Jill says, they, they, they care about what they're, they care about the characters they care. And it's just written really incredibly well. And it is cheesy, but you like the cheesy. It's <laughs> like, but it's like you said, they kind of own because there's been a lot of reboots, a lot of remakes, or a lot of re reimaginings. And it the, it seemed like from what you guys have talked about, and then what everything I've kind of read, it really did the same thing that Final Fantasy VII remake did, where they took everything that everybody loved about it and about the series. But they did a really interesting take on like we're gonna put some new stuff on it, mm-hmm. but we're still leaving all the good Chewy Center. And it's yeah. like that's fascinating to me because like yeah, how do you how do you do that? And obviously, yeah, a lot of it has to do with the writing. Um, but what is that sweet spot? And is there a way to distill like... distill what that sweet spot is? Because why haven't so many other shows and properties been able to do that? And it's, but the thing I think is crazy and you two probably is like so angry <laughs> because they had this show yep. for two seasons on YouTube. Like it was their original show and no one cared because no, it was, no one cared about going to YouTube for original content. Mm. And it took Netflix to kind of create like this cultural phenomenon. Like, like can you imagine like if you're YouTube, like we had this show, like, yeah. They couldn't do anything with it. They couldn't do it. Yeah, they couldn't do anything, which is crazy. It's like YouTube. I mean, I mean, what do you expect? You've been around for for how long? And everything on YouTube has been free. And then all of a sudden, you want to start charging people for content. No one's going to pay. They've been getting all your content for free. And yeah. Netflix has already come and done what they've done. And yeah, the moment they got the show, of course, it fucking it, it did what it did. I, I fucking love this show because of how real it also feels. As campy as it is. It also feels very real because to Anthony's point, the writing is fantastic. It's like you're oh. seeing things from so many different perspectives, which is awesome. Um, I, I, I don't want to spoil anything, but you know, you've gone two seasons where, well, actually you've gone through all of season two where you're really hating who actually not even season two, even from the very first movie, you hate crease, you hate him. He's such a fucking douchebag. And you learn so much about him in season two. You learn to hate him even more. And you know you're going into season three not being able to stand the bastard. 
But then you get his backstory, and now mm-hmm. everything fucking flips. Like, you yeah, start to start. you start to feel for the guy. You start to understand why he is who he why is. Why he is who he is? Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's what they do. And so that's pretty incredible. Well. Yeah, they do it so fucking well. Being able and to like like the villains. Yeah, like, and and then yeah. and and to the nostalgia point, what they're doing for a character like Mister Miyagi, the fact that his character still lives on. It's yeah. fucking incredible. I love that so much. Yeah, the it's... way they the way they tie in like clips from the previous like the movies and stuff like that is I, I think they do a really good job. Um I I just find it funny. Like I was thinking I was thinking about this. So like a few years when we were working at Wither World Caesar, like I did a karate kid, I th- forgot what anniversary it was. I did a screening for karate kid and we had uh ralph macho we had the guy that played crease um was zapka there yeah i think he was it was in philly and this was i i believe this is when season one was cobra kai was out on youtube but it just didn't have any popularity and so they had like a uh they had like a following or they had like people in the panel, but it just wasn't like a packed panel. And so like these guys would do like events and like sign autographs, but they were never like pulling in large numbers. And then like three years later, the same people, you could probably put them like whenever, yeah, Martin Coast, there you go. Thanks. Bill. Um, whenever conventions come back and these people can do conventions, oh, it's going to be a completely different story. Like, mm when their panels, when they do signings, completely, completely different. And it's actually going to be really fascinating to watch. Um, like when they start doing events and because now people love these characters and people re- like, yeah, it's going to be really interesting to well, see. To your point, I think season really was really interesting. You know, having gone through that first season, they, I think it was very interesting for them to start off on the flip. Like, let's okay. We, we looked at the perspective from Machio's character, mm-hmm. but let's, what if we start off and flipped it? So it's almost like this yeah. kind of putting it on its head. It's like, oh yeah, we're going to take you stuff that you remember, but what if we looked at it through a different lens yeah. and through a different a different character or the other character's perspective, but now it's time has passed. See, so it's it, like, it's almost like, like you said, it's very relatable because it's not like they're taking these characters and trying to put them back to where they were, but just like where they're at now and how they're dealing with, just going through life now after what happened to them in the past. Yeah. And, and the way they actually deliver those stories, you know, uh, you have, you have uh, Johnny who was technically the villain in the movie. Right. And he's the one, he's the perspective we're seeing it from in season one. And now he's taking on this role of the Miyagi, the Miyagi role where he's taking the students who's been getting bullied just like, uh, um, Oh my God, I'm drawing blanks. I'm sorry. Uh, LaRusso. Like yeah. he's, he's taking him on and now he's training him. So now he's taking on the role of Daniel and William is taking the role of Mr. Miyagi, which is interesting because he used to be the bully. Yeah. And now you're seeing it from that perspective and he's raising a, or he's a, he's teaching him the ways. And then you slowly see how Miguel slowly goes from being bullied to now being the bully. Which mm-hmm. is which is crazy how they keep telling that story of you know who's being the bully, why they turn into being a bully. Every every bully gets their backstory, and you start to understand what made them who they are, and you start to feel for every character, and you start to really kind of see things where 
no one no one is born a bully they're 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 made that way for some reason something you know leads them into that path and there's good in everybody but unfortunately we all go into you know we all have to choose left or right some of us go left some of us go right but there's a reason for it so as much as you want to hate a character in this fucking show it's hard to it's really really hard to because of the great storytelling and yeah it's (laughs) i feel bipolar watching this show (laughs) yeah but that's the that's the one of the keys to great writing it's like the intention the obstacle that's what creates the drama and the conflict is you have your characters all have wants and intentions and then they're coming up against an obstacle that's keeping them from getting that that want and then it's like but then that's dovetailed in with all the relationships like what is the relationship to this person why is it they want this thing you know and then what is it that's keeping them from getting what is it they want and then that's what creates the drama Um, And you haven't watched season two and I've never been able to talk about this and I've wanted to talk about it, but the last episode of season two is exactly what I ever, I've always wanted in high school when I watch high school in the fight (laughs) scenes. Like as long as I could remember, I'm like, why don't they show like a real, like, like people knew how to fight and it was this big brawl in school. Yeah. Like, like I want to see that. And they finally did it. I finally get it 30 years later. Mm. Well, not 30 years later. Oh, whenever I was in high school, like twenty years later, it's like the modern. <laughs> it's the modern version of like the old school dojos. Yeah, like, like one yeah, school versus the other school. It was uh, it was good. Cool. It's one of um, the best fight scenes that I've seen, and just to continue the, it's yeah. a it's a continuous shot where the camera is consistently moving, and mm. there's always action happening. Um, the the only thing I can compare it to, as far as you know, a scale. Is that fight scene in Daredevil in season one where he's fighting mm. in the hallway? In the hallway. Yes, yeah. it's that, that fucking good. good. Awesome fight scene. It's that fucking yeah. good, and that's mm. how they ended season two. So yeah. you need to watch it, man. You need to catch up <sighs> so we can talk about it. We could be we could be doing a weekly episode of Cobra Kai. Which 3. is strange. Why I, I thought we didn't. This why we didn't. This shit. Anthony, this show has rediscovered written all over it, dude. <laughs> this is this show is what our show is trying to be all about. <laughs> yeah, it's literally like the <laughs> yes. Um, I told you guys yesterday. Um, the closest thing I can think of being so addicted to was probably a Breaking Bad, and even Breaking Bad, I wasn't this addicted to. Like Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. That was one where I didn't start watching Breaking Bad right off the bat. No, I, I probably got into it about around season three. So I slowly caught up to season three and then I started watching it on a weekly basis when they released the episodes. This show, I knocked it out on New Year's Day. Season three was knocked out on New Year's Day. This is a show that I cannot help myself from binge watching. I am that addicted yeah. to the show. It's so damn good and I'm I'm so sad that I I don't have more Cobra Kai right now. <laughs> so do you, actually now now it's funny. Would you prefer that they released a one one if they yes. did a one episode a week? Absolutely, yes. Thanks. I don't want the option to binge it because this show is so good that I'm going to binge it. But if I had the option to, or if I didn't have the option and they released it once a week, I'd be happy with that because I again I would look forward to it and I would love to fucking sit here and talk to you guys about each episode like we did with the Mandalorian. 
Yeah, I uh, it's funny. I, like, I, I'm not binging it. Like I've seen that four episodes, and I really enjoy it. And I probably could binge it, but I'm choosing not to. I'm just choosing to spread it out. So That's I can. So ironic. It, it, it's so, so weird. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I just like I like I like the option to know that I can binge something. <laughs> the roles like, have the, the roles have uh, have swapped yeah. over here between me and Jansen. Yeah. Um. But moving on because we do have an episodic review every week. It can't be Cobra Kai because Anthony's still so far behind. Well, and also um, too because Caesar binged it, so we couldn't. Caesar binge it, but he could go back through and we could watch yeah, each episode and talk one episode a time. We haven't. I'm surprised about we didn't do that. Why didn't we decide to do Cobra Kai? Because well, we you're already it. like behind. We, we brought we it brought up. It up. You're behind. You you've always been like behind, and I don't think. And at the time we had Mandalorian. Anywho. So. <laughs> Let's let's move on because we do have to get because we're 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 getting on time and our um episodic one we decided last uh, last time two weeks ago fourteen days ago guys um, we decided <laughs> we decided that we we're gonna do um Alice in Borderland uh if, for those watching if you don't know Alice in Borderland it's a Netflix show um it's a Japanese Netflix show live action and it's essentially about three um teenagers or adults they're they're adults I guess um. And they get trapped into like a gaming world, um, and so they have to. I'm only, and we're you could binge it, but we are not. Gonna we're watching. It. We're not binging it. We're watching one episode a week and not binging it, which is weird because after this first episode, I wanted to watch the second episode, but I had to stop myself from binging it before this. But um, so it's Alice in Borderlands on Netflix. Um, it's in, you can subtitle it. I don't actually know. It's subtitle for me. Do you guys watch? Is there a dub version? I think there's dub too, right? I'm watching it dubbed because it just, oh. I, I am enjoying it because it just sounds so anime to me right now. <laughs> like the dubbing I mean, is very on point for an anime and it, it's awesome. I am, I'm enjoying it. Um, yeah. So episode one is what we started and, uh, that's the one that we're going to be watching every week or we're going to talk about until other shows pop in. Um, we'll have more, but, um, so for this week, we started with episode one of Alice in Borderland and, uh, what did you guys think? What were your thoughts? I know uh, I suggested it and you guys had no idea what I was talking about before I suggested it. And so I'm glad that you guys agreed. No. So are you, are you happy that you no, agreed? Th this is, this is our weekly show. So this is a show. This is the segment where we will have spoilers, correct? Oh yeah, that's true. Yes. Yes. Sure. So there will be spoilers. So, um, if you're watching this or you haven't watched it and you want to watch it, tune out, don't tune off, tune out, mute it, I'll wave. But um, yeah, we will be spoiling this as we as we dive into it. So, so that's your warning. So, uh, yeah, I, was, I was impressed because um, when you mentioned it, I went and watched the trailer and I was really impressed with the trailer. I was like, whoa. Like, and I didn't realize that it was based off a of manga until after i looked at it and yeah. then just yeah it's it looked it looked like a live action anime which was very intriguing to me but i was really surprised by just kind of the production level and i was like oh okay this seems because sometimes those the foreign shows and films can be a little bit campy with how just like either it's a lower budget or it's not as it's not as have a polished feel to it but this one definitely did. It, it really captured yeah. my attention very quickly. And then obviously kind of the game aspect of it. 
you know, that, that appeals to me. I always find it amazing. Like, I don't know where they shot. Um, like, I don't know, like, stuff, how they shoot over, like, there. But I always find it amazing when they do these, like, wide shots of, like, city, like, downtown cities. And there's no people there. Because it just makes me, like, wonder, like, did they shut stuff down? Um, like, a lot of place times they didn't have budget. So, like, for example, 28 days later, when the opening scene, when he gets out of the hospital and he's walking through London and there's nobody there, they didn't have the budget to shut down the streets. So they had to shoot, like, really super early in the morning to get it mm-hmm. where no people were there and, like, stop shooting when, like, cars would come or, like, <laughs> and so it always amazes me when you see, like, these, because there's a lot of shots where there's, like, they're in these downtown cities and it's just, like, no people. And... That, that's one thing that I was questioning yesterday because I watched the first episode last night and I didn't look to see when this was shot or how long ago they actually filmed this, but I was wondering if it was doing, uh, it was during last year, if it was, did they take advantage of the pandemic? Because that's what it looked yeah, like to me. Actually, uh, Bill saying that there's their one cinematographer who ran back and forth to clear points. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, so there's one like person. Because it's it's a very clustered environment. Yeah, in Japan, especially in those cities, that you, there's so many people that it's like, how do you get such a? a I mean, well, they they're at the Shibuya Crossing, right? Yeah, yeah Shibuya I mean, and like yeah. so, you got to clear that <laughs> entire area. That place like, is always that's I've like never, that's like the the Times Square. Like I've never been there, so I don't I don't know. Like maybe maybe they didn't. Maybe it was green screen, but I, I it doesn't. There, look there green were there were well. moments there were moments where they were running, and when they actually got close uh, close ups of them, it did kind of look uh, green screen ish. So I did kind of notice something like that, but it, it just looked so good. Um, most of the time, it just looked good, and yeah, maybe uh, maybe they they did shoot during the pandemic, and maybe they just happened to take advantage. I mean. Pretty good time to take advantage if you want to start shooting post-apocalyptic type movies. Yeah. Um, so far, like I, I like the characters. I like how they have their different archetype, right? Um, one, <laughs> it's funny. The one thing that I actually noticed, if if say us three, like went out and we all went in and then we came out and nobody was there and it was super weird. The first thing I wouldn't do is I wouldn't split up from you guys and just kind of wander off on my own. Oh, hell no. (laughs) And I thought that was weird that, like, in there, like, they just, like, walked. Like, one went to his work. The other one went to the bar that he was at. And, like, I thought that was weird that they just split up like that. Like, it would be too creepy for me to be like, guys, yeah, we're not not going anywhere. We're we're staying together. Everyone disappeared. I'm not going to take any chance of any of you disappearing. Yeah, like, I'm literally (laughs) grabbing hands with you guys, and we're walking places with hands held. (laughs) Like, um, but, uh, yeah, I'm excited to see where it goes. Like, going into the room, and obviously, like, an escape room, essentially, but just only having two, um, two doors i thought was was cool well, i love this thing too with when when films are very accurate where it's like 10 seconds is 10 seconds 10 seconds yeah it wasn't this bullshit where they talk yes. for like 20 30 seconds or a minute and you're like the time should have already been up yep. it's like no you have a minute and 30 the scene yeah, was- plays out in a minute and 30 like there was like when they said like 30 seconds and they're still talking and i'm like I'm like, what are you talking? <laughs> like, what are you doing? Like, get to the stupid door. <laughs> um, there, there was one thing that I found very cheesy. Uh, I, I think it was cool how he was solving the puzzle, but the yeah. way he started solving the puzzle, I thought that was cheesy as hell because of a 
what was it, an Audi or a BMW that was parked outside? Oh, and he BMW, happened to, baby. I loved he, it. He, he, he happened to know how wide the BMW was. So then he decided, you know, uh, these many BMWs parked in front. This is how wide the building is. And then he started solving the puzzle. I was like, oh, that's a little bit too much right there. But, kind of. But I think that's that's where the manga where because they try to they try to do that in the beginning shots mm-hmm. where they see pictures like there's books it's fractal geometry yeah they start and it's like he's that. got stuff on cars which is bmws so it's kind of like he's got all this stuff in his room that it's it's it kind of tied into already stuff that he does and then mm-hmm. he's so he's like this he's he's like this gaming version of sherlock holmes where he's like this yeah. super intense smart guy but he's like socially inept <laughs> Or he's just a hermit. He just he yeah. doesn't like he just wants going to play out. Video games. Yeah, he just wants to play yeah. video games. Um, but I love it. It's such a beautiful shot of that five series with five uh, M. Oh, it's gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Um, yeah, brutal, no, brutal I, man. Like that girl just. <laughs> oh my god! And then her eye just like. <laughs> yeah, when she was yeah, laying like down. The, oh man. Yeah. No, the I was like. The, yeah. Yeah. And the guy at the end, when he get the same thing, like, yeah, comes down. And then you see that wide shot, and it's just like, oh, yeah, like, holy just crap. Dying. Everybody's um, just dying. Bill is definitely <laughs> excited to be talking about this episode. I'm looking at the chat, and it's all Bill, 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 Bill. But uh, he says that he's very, uh, he's, he can't wait for us to see the next episode. So, yeah, I, well, I, oh, man, I Bill did a ton of reading. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, I'm crazy. reading, like, I'm reading Bill's, like, notes. That he's sending and like he did a lot of research <laughs> that we probably should have done too <laughs> well no it seemed like too like they they read bill did you read the manga like see yeah, i think they're already fans of like the series yeah. um jo15 yeah, uh, even my dad watches this show i'm assuming he's talking about cobra kai uh jl your dad's cool cool as fuck i bet my dad like i don't know if he's aware of it but i think i've mentioned it to him I'm curious if he's watched it, Cobra Kai, but we'll get it. We'll stop talking about Cobra Kai. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm. I, I can't wait for the next episode. I can't. So like, I'm glad we did this because I kind of want to watch the next episode, but I don't want to watch it tonight because I'm probably going to forget about everything that happened. So I have to wait, watch. Oh, it this is this week. is this is perfect because we can literally watch right before uh, on Monday nights. Yeah, that should be like, that no. Monday night should be when we watch this, and maybe uh, you know if we ever get around to Mandalorian again. We'll have to hold it till Monday nights too. <laughs> yeah. Episode um, three was big. So do you hey, think no that they're locked in this game? Like they're just gonna have to keep playing over and over? Because it sounded like that's what it seemed like. The guy was stuck having to play the game over and yeah. over again. Well, that, yeah, I mean that guy came up and he said he couldn't do it anymore. Uh you get a, and then you the, get visas and then you're offered a certain amount of times, but you gotta Or come you back. have you have up to three days. I think like the visa is like it gives you a card. It's based on the def- difficulty. Yeah, so yeah, they because they saw the three three uh... clover. It would be interesting. Like maybe maybe they do this. It would be interesting if it's like once they get the card, you see this, and then they kind of get turned back into the world, and they have up to like on like I, I don't know how they do it, but so all of a sudden people come back, and then in three days. But it doesn't seem like that. I think it seems like they're locked into the world and they just have to continue. Um, yeah. Well, it's know. crazy too because it seemed like the girl or the woman that entered in 
like she had a little bit of knowledge already where she was saying yeah, like she... once you come in you are so i don't it seemed like she kind of she, so she'd already been through it yeah it looks like somehow she knew about it before she entered yeah i, I have a feeling that she probably already has played the game where she's already mm -hmm. in it maybe for one thing or two things and then clearly at the end when you see the girl you have that perfect like comic book anime shot of the girl like woman on the on the top of the, oh, the yeah, building yeah, that, yeah. that you know is like a badass that probably had like <laughs> like all the games <laughs> she was, like she had the full deck of cards <laughs> I, I saw that scene and i was like oh that's so mirror's edge right there yeah um, it's interesting because it get it, there's a sense of uh saw in it yeah. It's just, it's like that very interesting thing where they've got, yeah, they got a solve. It's like, it's just, time yeah, it's to fun. play the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. But yeah, I did find it. That girl that we're talking about is, she did come in with some knowledge. She knew what she was talking about, but I mean, what, is she just playing the same game over and over again? Like, why did she choose to pass that barrier and go into that? Like, yeah. she was outside when she saw them and she chose to go in there and show them that you can't go back out. Unless it's a thing well, you have to keep playing, otherwise you're going well, to get she, killed. Well, so that, that, I mean, that's the thing of the card. Like, you get a three-day visa, and so you have reprieve, I guess, from playing the game for three days. But at that point, you have to play again, you right? You another game. You have to go, yeah, you have to enter again. And so she probably just had to enter again. Um, Makes sense. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Man. That that's, it's great. Like Bill nuts. knows, Bill knows, and he's probably in his in his mind like, no, guys, you guys are completely wrong on all this crap. <laughs> God damn it! Um, but um, yeah, I, I can't wait to watch the next episode. Um, are we it for it? Can I wave my hands so we can? Okay. Woohoo! All right. Um, funny because we were supposed to go from here into like a look back at 2020 and a look ahead of 20 before we got into a rediscovery segment but we're really far oh, into the episode um so i think we should we we skipped we we pushed knights of the old republic back quite a while so i don't think we should push that back anymore and we could discuss uh, i think like in future weeks Ooh, like, that's a good theory voldemort for. She went in with the intention of sacrificing the guys to win the game. Mm. Uh, that's, that's that's true. You, she yeah. tried to push people through the doors, yeah. right? Yeah. Damn. Is that type of game? Man-eater. Huh? It is very saw. Gangster. <laughs> yeah, Maybe yeah we should cover the... Sorry, go ahead, Mark. Maybe she's an NPC. Maybe she's not even oh. like a real... Whoa. Not even a real character. Whoa. So she's Another just there to kind of, point. yeah, huh? Levels. I know. Yeah. It's like tenant. <laughs> this is only episode one. I know, silly episode one, and we could be completely wrong, and this is exactly what. And that's the problem. People can binge watch us, and I, I let, and they can just say that we're wrong. You want to binge something? Cobra Kai. Yeah, spins Cobra Kai. Um, so yeah, I think we, I personally think we should move on to rediscover. Yeah, because we already pushed it once. Nice Old Republic, and then we could talk about future stuff, future future episodes. So um, with that being said, we push us back. Our rediscover segment for the day is rediscover or rediscover gaming, and we've been playing Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic for the last month and a half, probably. Um, I think it's been like a month and a half, right? That's we started it, or we're supposed to start it. Jesus, yeah, it has been. Yeah, that's I mean, it's been it's been a while. We pushed it a couple weeks, 
Um, and so that's a rediscovery. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. If you don't play it, it's probably... I think it's, it's the best Star Wars game. One of the best RPG games ever made, I think. Um, like, from a story standpoint. Uh, okay. I was like, I don't know, man. I really like Lego Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, so, yeah, that's what we're going to talk. Um, and I always start with you guys first because I like to go last. So... So well, Anthony, really... actually, you know, I'm gonna start with you, Anthony, because you haven't. This is your first time playing it. You've yeah. never played the game. So what I missed was your out on it? I think because it was was it PC first that it came out on Xbox. Xbox. Oh, oh originally. Yes. Yeah. And I yeah. think that's why I missed it because I didn't have the original Xbox right off the bat. So I was late to the party, and for whatever reason, I never revisited it. Um. But yeah, so first time playing it, it's very interesting because coming at it, it's it's I I can see the appeal from yeah the narrative's perspective. It seems like it's there's a lot of dialogue in it. There's a lot of voice acting, which is you know for the time thinking back on the time period, it's actually pretty phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And yeah, there's a lot of lore. Um. So I definitely see the appeal for it, and you know it's got some old school rpg elements you know like kind of building your own character and going through a a star wars story that way it seemed i can understand it it was hard for me because i think i didn't come at it with the nostalgia so i wonder if that actually depreciated my gameplay experience so i was very uh uh yeah i was very shocked by, by that yeah i i actually um I'm curious, like, if you would have played it when it came out, like, what your thoughts would be. Yeah. Um. Uh, how far did you? How 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 many hours did you put in, or how far? I put did you in get? probably about. Well, and this is the problem. I ran into a lot of bugs because I got it for the PC. I ran into yeah. it a lot of bugs, and the controls really diminished my experience. So I got really frustrated multiple times. Um, I just and then I started just not enjoying it. I think coupled with also, too, the save system is really fucked up. It's like that old school where, like, the autosave doesn't really autosave when you make progress. It, it will only autosave at a certain checkpoint. Yeah, when you go through, like, a door and, like, whenever you, yeah. So there'd be so many times, especially when I was trying to get into the sewer, I'd get killed. And I'm like, why, if the, I'm, like, level five, why are these ragghouls? raccoons whatever the fuck they're called why are they killing me so quickly when i don't have anything like the the game hasn't given me anything like any solid gear any solid credits where i can upgrade my character and and there's no really good spot for you to grind so i can't even go somewhere and find a spot where i can like you know grind some enemies build myself up and then so i found that extremely frustrating and then i would get killed and then it would put me back at the beginning and I'm like so I got to go through all the choice selections again and I felt from that aspect it was very it's dated it so it was really a struggle to get through some of those aspects because I'm replaying and then I have to like oh I need to remember I just did like and I felt like I had to save multiple times no that's what that's what you literally have to save like well I was having the same because I I played it on PC because I don't have it on uh, Xbox um, and I had a bug that after every battle, 
my character would freeze. Like I couldn't move, couldn't him move around I, unless I like clicked on something. Like if I had remains, I could click on the remains and he'd run over there. But um, I couldn't uh, I couldn't move out there. So like after every battle, I'd have to save the game, then I have to go back, load the new game up, like load that game up, and then I play. So I literally save like after everything. So I had the same thing. Like I would die, and but then I just started saving. Like right before I get to a battle where I I died before, I would just save it, and so then I could just start the battle. Um, I'll, I'll make this. This is probably because I I, I think I was saying I, I'm. I'm terrible at games in general. And like, I feel like when I played this probably years, like when it first came out, I was probably really like, it was when I was gaming a ton and like my fingers moved and <laughs> like, this doesn't really require like finger movements and stuff like that. But um, I'm just really bad. And I was dying a lot. And what I realized that I was dying a lot because I never selected my party. So <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> So so I, was you by yourself. I was literally going and so i would try to find ways to win these battles by like throwing like so many grenades <laughs> and, going through and, your stuff and then like for some reason it just like clicked i'm like what the hell Wait, where's my party at and, then, <laughs> and this was on tannis so this is at the beginning oh like when God. you're when you first go down to the um at the lower level when you enter when you exit and when you first get past the Sith Guard and you go down to the lower level and there's all those, like, uh, I forgot the gang that's down there. Um, and <laughs> there's, like, multiple. So I was literally just saving, like, like having to find ways to try to beat these guys <laughs> because I didn't have my party with me. And then I felt like such an idiot. And I don't know why I'm sharing this because I feel dumb. Um, yeah, I, I was going to say another thing, like the Rancor, my first, yeah, grenades. The Rancor is totally grenades and mines. I set up a ton of mines and grenades, and then I'd just run. I'd, like, get his attention, and I'd yeah. run back, throw grenades, and let him hit the mines as he came. And then I'd mm. run into the hallway, and then he couldn't get you in the hallway, and then he'd turn, and then you'd go run back out, and I would uh, throw grenades. Um, yeah, I couldn't. I could only disarm the grenades. I couldn't. I couldn't pick them up. I couldn't, or because every time I would use the other option, they would say a skill too little. Okay. And so I can never collect the, the mines too. And I'm like, okay. Paris. There you go. Tannis. You're right. Thank you, Bill. Paris. <laughs> it's rough. Um, what do you guys, so I actually, I, you have this with like cyberpunk. How do you guys, when you have like characters where you could choose like dark or light side path, how do you guys play that? Like, what do we choose? Like, do you go dark side? Yeah. Do you go dark side? Do you go light side? No, very rarely. Side. I always go light side. I always... I'll, I'll, I'll go... My first playthrough, uh, I'll definitely go light side. I always uh, always go light side. And then if I play it again, I'm going to go dark side because I want to get both experiences. But yeah, if, uh, if right off the bat, I'm going to go light side. Cool. So you went light side, I'm assuming, this yes. time around? or No, no. I went dark side this time around. Yeah. Like, I just feel, like, guilty. It's so weird. Like, if I do something bad even to, like, an NPC... I feel guilty about doing something bad. And so I always play like, I, I always do like a first, like my first, anytime I'm playing a character, I play it like I would play it myself. Like if this was me, like how would I yeah. react to the situation? So like, like there'd be things like where you'd give money and, but you yeah, have the I would option. just give them a bunch of money. <laughs> yeah. But see, I wouldn't give a bunch of money. Like if they wanted, like I wouldn't give the full amount 
I would give like like if I didn't have the money or I had enough money, I would like let them live, but I wouldn't give their money to pay off their thing because I'm playing like myself. Like I don't have the money to give to you. <laughs> so I'm not, I'm going to let you live and I'm not going to tell them, but, um, but I always play it. Yeah. I always play it. Like I have such a hard time playing dark side, even after I play light side. And I went like, I think the first time I went through this game, I played light side and then going through it again, I'm just playing light side. Like, and then if I accidentally get dark points because I accidentally hit something, I'll go back and reload it because I feel really bad. <laughs> and, then, and then I'll play again. Oh my god, it'd be oh. annoying playing video games with you. <laughs> oh, dude, that's what that's what I was like thinking. Like I wanted to stream this and I was like, first off, I can't be saving like every five minutes on the stream because people would get it. But then like I'm just really bad, and people would just—I don't, I don't think people want to watch me play video games. <laughs> like, or maybe, I, I think, or maybe just, your your way of playing video games is a reason to watch. <laughs> no, I think I just frustrate the hell out of people. Like, um, and they'll be yelling at the screen. Yeah, because I I, I'm, I get so frustrated too. I I put in uh, probably I want to say like 20 hours in this, um, and I still like I'm nowhere near. Um, I'm on tattooing. I just like. Like I play a lot of Pathak. Like I get, I got first couple, like first couple days I was playing. All I was doing was playing the card game <laughs> and, and losing. Like, uh, <laughs> um, but uh, Caesar, before before I get into like some negatives, that's actually weird because I didn't think there would be negatives um, when I replayed it. But before, I wanted to see how your your gameplay is going or how far you got. Like, what did you? I didn't play it on Xbox. So you didn't have all the issues that we had. No, I didn't. That's why I was like, man, I was like, I don't know why you guys are having some bugs. I did start the game on the iPhone because Chris was very, very uh, persistent on get it for the iPhone, get it for I, the iPhone. Um, I was super on it too, and yeah, that that didn't work out well at all. Yeah, I, I tried it for for a while, and I was like, no way, this is too clunky. The controls are annoying. So I want to say I at least put in an hour on the iPhone because I really did try. I um, but no, I had to go and. Um, I had to go re-download it. I downloaded it, and the playthrough was fine. I had no issues. Uh, I was enjoying it, but the only issue for me is I don't feel that you know it. it, it, it for for the games that we played nowadays, this game just doesn't live up. The story is still fucking great, but the game is still clunky even without the bugs. Yeah. But that's just because it's an older game. Um, yeah. I was really thinking, it's like, man, I would love to play a remake of this game, and I'm surprised mm -hmm. there hasn't been one. Yeah, so I'm actually, I'm, I'm actually shocked that they haven't, like, Bioware hasn't done a remake of it. It's probably because of like, the Star Wars licensing. I'm sure there's something like it can't be easy to do, uh, especially now that yeah. Disney owns it. So I'm sure well, it has a, a lot to do with that. Why is there so so many bugs if they if they still have it for sale and if they ported it over to iPhone? And tablets. I know Why the are there still so many bugs. I know when the when the PC version came out, there was a lot of people complaining about the bugs that it had. And I think the the ports for the phone and whatever you guys played is from the PC port. I don't yeah. think they ever did. So there was ball. never any quality of life improvements on the PC. No, I I do know that Knights um, of the Old Republic two. I do know that for some reason they kept fixing that game. I know there was a bunch of bugs mm -hmm. in that game, and they did fix those, but they never really went back and fixed the bugs in this game. 
But this is this is typical uh, RPG for these days. I mean, these game these RPGs they had these bugs. That why that's why for me, you know, whatever bugs the Xbox version had, which is the one I played, I like I, it didn't bug me. <laughs> no pun intended. But yeah, it didn't bother me at all. Uh, that's why I was surprised that you guys were saying, uh, you know, the bugs were annoying. But then you guys mentioned the bugs and you just mentioned them now. I was like, I didn't get any of those. And well, that yeah, would be why. Yeah, my bugs were mostly just like it had to do with the saving, and that's what it was like annoying to me. Um, Bill, he's he said it's perfect. Uh, there's no negatives. I'll fight you. So, <laughs> so I don't know if we'll fight on this. This is more of just a general like Star Wars. It's funny because, like, I remember when this game came out, you you thought like it was obviously way before like the star Wars movies, like it took place, it's time and place. And so it was cool because it was like this original story that didn't yeah. involve like Luke Skywalker and stuff like that. And, but now when I think about the story and it, I, I think the story is great, but when we discuss, I think in like previous episodes, we've discussed how no matter what star Wars is somehow always tied to the Skywalker Chronicles and this replaying this, like, it's always like to me. I I still feel like it's tied to the Skywalker Chronicles, um, and maybe like I, the reason that it's because you go to Tatooine, right? Tatooine is supposed to be this backwater planet that no one goes to. Why in everything we watch and play, everybody's, yeah, everybody's on Tatooine? Tatooine. I mean, like, that's supposed to be the shithole of the universe. <laughs> Let's go to Tatooine. That's why Obi Wan went to Tatooine because. Nobody went there. He will never be found. <laughs> and so it's like all the places that are in the original, they can't branch away. Like even in this game, like looking back and I didn't notice it, it they still couldn't branch away too much from where the original planets, the original like worlds and stuff like that, that were in the Skywalker thing. So like Kashyyyk and like in all, all game it's, and I think that was my one thing. It's not like a huge flaw. Like it wasn't like a huge complaint. But when I was watching it, I was like, you know, it's still tied. Like I'm on Tatooine and I'm reading about like how backwater it is. And yet Mando, like Mando goes to Tatooine like nine times over the course of two seasons. And he's constantly back there. And yeah. I wonder if Bill it's actually because it became so big and so, it's such a cultural phenomenon where it, it just, it was it, in everything. Well, then I'm wondering that, if it's the thing where it's like we we were like yearning so much for the stories of these characters, and I think any chance to try to go back and get a little bit more, I think I wonder if that's part of it where we just we wanted to see more of these characters and these stories, and that's why they keep showing up because we felt it was never fully resolved because we only got such small pieces of it. Yeah. And that's why it probably keeps showing up because it's like, oh, wouldn't it be cool? Because all these people grew up and lived with Star Wars. And then they got into these these creative endeavors. It's like, oh, you know, it'd be cool if we went back to this planet that we saw and this happened and that happened. I wonder if a lot of it is that. It's like we just, that inner child within us is trying to play with the toys, the action figures, and recreate our own version of the story or parts of the story that we thought might be. Yeah, I, I, I could see that. I could also see that. It's just like when this came out, like you're trying to tie something in that people is recognizable to to Star Wars, like like places. So people kind of can relate like, oh, I know Tatooine. I know these places because I've seen the movie like 
so yeah. they could relate to it. Bill mentioned they might have had to include it. Like, who knows in their licensing, they might. Yeah, it could very well have been that. That makes sense. Oh, you have to, you have to include Tatooine. I, it's just, it's just weird that like going back and it's very much, it's all, it's all connected. I guess it's, and it's all connected to the original Star Wars movies as much as they try to like separate from it. Get it's away still from all it, connected. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if they can like they're the way for them to break away from it. And I just I'm just tired of seeing Tatooine. Like, <laughs> maybe it's a it's just easy to shoot. <laughs> like it's um but yeah, no, so I, I got twenty hours in. I'm gonna continue playing it actually because I I feel like I need to get better at it. I'm tired of dying. No, if, if you're into it, if you're 20 hours into it, dude, finish it off. And uh, I got to say, uh, hats off to Chris Jansen because he's been out, out playing Anthony and myself in these last few yeah, games buddy. that we played. So very, Boom. very, very proud of you, man. So I've been grinding, man. I've been playing, um, obviously, like Star Wars games, like Finn got Star Wars Lego, uh, Aven- not Star Wars Lego, Avengers Lego for Xbox. Um, so I've been playing that with him, but then I downloaded the Lost uh, Last or- Lost Order. Oh my God, I can't think of it. Star Wars, the latest Star Wars game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's the Lost Order. Yeah, it's the Lost Order. <laughs> it's terrible, but Bill, I've been playing. Bill's, that. Gonna, Bill's so, gonna come in with the save. I know. Yeah. I'm waiting for Bill to like <laughs> chime in on what what it is. But I've been playing that, and I'm. Like that's that's also where I would discover that I'm like really terrible at games. Jedi Fallen like, Order. Fallen Order. Fallen Order. Man. Yeah. Um Samsonite boy was, <laughs> was way off. Uh, but I'm fun that's when I'm like discovering that I'm just like naturally terrible at games. So I started having to put games into like almost like the story mode on difficulty. So I'm not spending thirty minutes trying to fight this one bad guy boss. And I could just get through it, so just because I want to, I want to listen to the story. Did Quentin Tarantino write this game? Because damn, there's a lot of talking. Yeah, there is. <laughs> and there's a lot of random. Like you walk in, and then characters just like have a conversation, and you're yeah. like, "Why are we talking about the Wookiee's hair?" That's that's one thing that did bug me about the game. Uh, but no, like there is a lot of talking. But again, this was just typical RPGs back then. I didn't mind it. This is this would these were my books, you know. There was a point where I kind of stopped reading books because I was so into reading these games, reading video games like your Final Fantasies, you know, your your uh, Secrets of Mana, those games, uh, Vagrant Story. Those were my uh, my books. So yeah, this one I, I I didn't mind it. I didn't mind all the talking, all the all the reading in this. Bill's gonna well, fight it, you. All right. Well, yeah, because it's interesting <laughs> though about about this because it did seem like that that culmination but when you started seeing that blend of action it became action rpg because you know you got the classic jrpgs where it's straight like you're not having that sense of action element yeah yeah, so there was a lot of talking because yeah you're you're grinding it out you're doing it the very classical style but this new mode of like adding in the real-time action with those rpg elements it is a little bit different because it's okay yeah we're taking all the exposition that we are used to but it just it seemed a little bit different because now you're act you're adding this action real-time action element and i don't sometimes it feels like it breaks the pace a little bit 
because it's like, okay, now I, I'm supposed to be moving to this objective or you're, there's action, action, action. But then now we're having this big block when it, feel, it felt like the pace was a lot more on par with those classic RPGs because it's like, you know, you are moving at a slower pace. It's just interesting. And not to say that it's bad, but, and then, you know, some titles have been doing it a lot, you know, pretty well over the years and it's evolved, but it's very interesting where it, it seemed like, I don't know, it's also too, because I don't know, maybe I've evolved with my gaming habits, but it right. just felt like a lot of, it just felt a lot of, it's interesting, a lot of unnecessary exposition where they could have said what they wanted to say, but a lot more succinct, succinctly. I can see that. I think they just wanted to capitalize on the VO. So they're like, look at all the VO we have. <laughs> Which is, again, incredible <laughs> going back to that time where that's, that's a what, shit ton of VO. They yeah, that's what, that's what I feel like it was like for the scope of the game. Like, like thinking back then at that time, yeah. like the scope with all the VO is, I can't, like, I, I don't remember the first, like, I can't remember the way I felt when I first played it, but I'm, I could probably imagine being like, holy crap this like, is incredible this is incredible They're like really everybody's talking. talking to me <laughs> like every there's every yeah so and that's why i feel i feel a little bummed out that i missed out because again like i missed out on this i wonder if i would have obviously more nostalgia if i experienced it at that time oh, absolutely instead of that's experiencing what... now or I'm, I'm it feels a lot more dated to me see that's that was i'm glad that i played this before because i just have a hard time if i was playing a new game like for the first time playing something that's this old, I would have uh, I would have a harder time. Even with yeah. the story being as good as it was, I would have a harder time with just the clunkiness of the gameplay and just because you're just so used to everything now. So yeah, because it was um, 2003, man. 2003, yeah, that, was, that shit yeah, was amazing man. in 2003. Oh hell yeah, yeah. I, re yeah. I remember playing this game and feeling so good. Like it, it like, looked oh. incredible. It looked fucking incredible. I was very happy I had a fucking Xbox and it could do what it's doing. I was like, man, this is fucking Can amazing. Can you imagine like <laughs> watching those cutscenes back then and thinking, yeah. like, holy Whoa. crap. But now you watch them, you're like, it's the emotion. No, like even <laughs> even right off even right off the bat, like the beginning, the beginning fight scene when all of these uh, you know, soldiers are dying and they all have the same voiceover. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, they all have the same voiceover for that. Like I thought it was hilarious. Like yeah, this was gaming back then, but it was amazing. Like, you got to get an escape pod. But let me ask you some questions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like we need to rush. The alarm's going on. But you know what? I'm gonna go through every question yeah. to make sure I get every bit so of this, information. Yeah, this from planet <laughs> was founded in this yeah. date. Tell me about the ship. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm actually always curious. Um, I don't know, yeah, Anthony. I don't think you got this, but how do you guys do lightsabers? Like, are you a one blade guy? Are you a dual blade guy? Are you like a Darth Maul like double blade? I'm always curious about that. <laughs> like, I think I would want to be a a two lightsaber, a dual. Yeah, light, I think lightsaber. I'd be the same. Yeah, and not necessarily the double bladed, but no, nah, I don't. Two, I don't like the double bladed. So you're a Soka yeah. style. I'm a Soka style. Like, I feel like that's that's the way that I'd go. Um. Yeah, I think I would go one. I just took yeah, one. See. I think you would do the Obi, Obi one. Yeah, who it's, it's like uh, form five. I, I, I want to go one, but have the agility of Yoda. 
Just jump on, hop all over the place. Yeah, if but I, I think like you go one, awesome. like I think like Obi Wan Kenobi is like rated like in the rankings of lightsaber duelists. He's the top fighter or whatever, like one of the top people, like even better than Yoda when it comes to really like, towards the yeah. end. I think like in the lore, right? He's... Yeah, something like that. Because he yeah. again, I I just saw recently again because they were breaking down uh, Luke Skywalker's form. He's a combination of Anakin's form six, I think, and then Obi's five, and then five is the form where it's like all defensive, but it's like yeah. impossible, like impenetrable, essentially. But yeah, I know there's that whole thing with uh, Clone Wars, right, where they establish him as kind of the master swords. Yeah, sword yeah. master. And then you see like. Like, if you watch the end of Rebels, and, like, I don't want to ruin it because people are watching it, but you kind of get the sense of just how badass he is with the lightsaber. And, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, Bill Bill brings up another great point is, uh, you know, think about your force abilities. You may need that other hand to actually use those force abilities. So That's true. Pinky. Like, you didn't get, like, I I went with the counselor. The blend. I went with the blend of force and lightsaber. Um, yeah, see, Bill knows the scene I'm talking about. You guys need to get to that scene in Rebels with Darth Maul. Like, mm. uh, it's like you're expecting one thing, and it's, it's totally not what you expect. <laughs> but it's so much I'm better. I'm working to it. I got a lot of Clone Wars to get through. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'd be very interested in seeing a remake of this. I'm still gonna try and try and power through it. Um, but yeah, it's hard. Or I might just I might give up and go to the Xbox version because yeah, you might actually it was be... very frustrating. I would yeah, I would like, recommend you just jump over to the Xbox like right now. Like the next time you yeah. play this game, just start it on. Xbox. It sucks because well, I paid for this on PC and I'm kind of pissed off about it. I'm like I this yeah, is not... only like nine bucks. That's $9. This game should not be $9. That's true. Actually, it should. When I had to pay $9, I was like, this is not like $9. <laughs> yeah. Like, it should be like a $5 game. $4.99. Can you, can you download it? Oh, What's sorry. That? Can you download it on that? Can you buy it in the Xbox store? Or is it available to download? Was I, it, Caesar? Yeah, I have it on mine. You, you, so you bought it from the marketplace? Well, I already had it. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, that's a game that I yeah, I've had, it, I, I've had it tied into my account since the 360, so. Yeah, I might have to find a used copy of it then if it's not available on Game Pass or the sure. marketplace. It's definitely you, not you available do, on Game Pass. Do you have so, an Xbox 360 or an Xbox? Yes. I'll just, 360. I'll just mail it to you. Because I have the physical copy. That way you can play it. Mm. Well, there you go. There you yeah, are. So let's work that out. Okay. Cool. That's it. That's our rediscovery segment, guys. We're going to continue playing it. I am, like I said, I'm on Tatooine. I am wielding two lightsabers. I am getting killed. I'm going to go decide if I want to try to mask up and not slaughter Tusken Raiders. Um, or the younglings. Yeah. Or the younglings. So that's where, that's where I'm at. Um, I have the assassin droid with me, which I think is funny. I like him. Um, so. I, I'm 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 getting there. I'm I'm good. Mad props uh, to the voice actors did the Wookie, because damn, <laughs> a lot of Wookie. 
Oh, there you go. Bill says, finish it and do another episode with me. I can show you the collection. Do it. Ooh, collection. What is this collection you speak of? In-game yeah. collection? Yeah, HK47. HK47. <laughs> it's so good. It's, I, uh, yeah, it's so great. <laughs> um, nice. So, yeah, that was a rediscovery segment. Um, next week, we will... We are back on the comic grind, which seems like so long ago since I read a comic book for rediscovery. Um, we're going to go a little bit. Uh, uh, we're not going to go as dark as we have been. Um, <laughs> Darn. So we're going to go with the, in case you guys weren't aware, we're going to go with the original Clone Saga with Ben Riley. So amazing Spider-Man Clone Saga. Um, so that will be next week's rediscovery. And then followed by that, we will discuss Mighty, we'll have a two twofer of Emilio Estevez will be doing Mighty Ducks and Judgment Night. So if yes. you guys want to tune in and join in, um, those are what we'll be watching and reading. Um, and then finally, we'll be doing um, Buffy for TV, season one of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, and we didn't really decide on a new game for the following one, so we'll have to figure that out. Hey, Bill, pick the next game. Join us for that episode. Yeah, Bill, pick what, what game are we playing four weeks from now. But what game are we playing? What are we rediscovering? Where are we going back to? We already did Knights of the Old Republic, so don't ask for that. <laughs> well, that's what I'm like. The point of Buffy ah. is because I want to remember, like, if I like, like, if I li- really like Buffy or, like, I don't like it anymore. Well, that's the whole point, right? We want to see if yeah. it, uh, if it, like, if it stands the test of time. Yeah, here's my thing is I really like the original Buffy movie with um, Swanson. I can't remember her first name. Christine Swanson. Samsonite. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it has like uh, Donald Sutherland in it. Yeah. I watched it over Halloween and I was like, and like what, uh, Luke balls. Perry. Yeah, no, it was so good though. And I was like, okay. Luke, gonna... Luke Perry is the best actor in that fucking movie. That's yeah, great. He, he awesome. nails it. He nails it. But yeah, like. Um, no man, um, he knows it, and uh, I mean, David. Uh, God, what's his name? Orianus. No, they used to be married to Jesus. Ooh, Final Fantasy One. Yeah, Oof. that one's a uh... oof. <laughs> oof. <laughs> thought, um, yeah, thought Knights of the Old Republic would be rough. Oof. I'm gonna. We'll, we'll get back to everybody <laughs> on the game. We'll play. <laughs> I forgot. There was somebody, because I recently saw Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the movie as well, and there was somebody in there that I was like, holy shit, this person's in here? Very, very he, young, too. He was Herman, right? He's in there. No, 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 no. I knew he was in there. Uh, it's uh, Courtney Cox's former husband, David Arquette. No, I knew he was in there, too. Okay. Now I'm trying to think who else is in there. He was very young in this movie. Wasn't it, um... Ugh. I forget his name. Uh, he, uh, I'll figure cool. it out later. Yeah. So Bill said Dragon Quest Two or SMT Nocturne. Man, you're going straight up. Yeah, Mark. Days, Mark huh? can't play horror games. Oh, yeah, I can't. Yeah. I can't do anything scary. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I admit it. Like I'm straight up. Yeah, I can't. Did, do we it. were kicking around Super Metroid. Which yeah, would be pretty cool. I'm still yeah. down for Super Metroid. I think that's uh, that's an and easy it is pickup. 35th anniversary this yep. year in August. So, 
We'll definitely well, we have do, to revisit it. So I was going to say, we do have time. So we asked Bill to come up with a movie yeah. uh, game. So we're going to let Bill, you're going to give some think. Yeah, think about it. Think about it. We'll we'll discuss it and we'll make sure that we, we talk to everybody next week on what we're going to be doing. Um, I think that's it, guys. That's all I got for the show. You guys have anything else? Go watch Cobra Kai. Go watch Cobra wait, wait. Kai. Do it. Do it. Do it. He needs to take his own like Anthony needs to take his own like advice and go watch. <laughs> um, but thank you guys for tuning in. We'll be back next week, uh, 7 p.m. Tuesdays. We might be throwing in. We're gonna be. Um, we reached 51 followers. <gasps> so that's yes. great. Hey. I want to give a special shout out to my friend Rob. He put us over 50, or he put us at 50 subscribers. So thank you, Rob. Go visit him. He's a wonderful composer, um, all around good dude. He's got a podcast right now. He just dropped last, just at the end, tail end of last year. Dino, the Dinosaur Hunter. It's fantastic. Check it out. Oh, I'm curious. That's a cool name, the Dinosaur. Yeah, Hunter. I like it. Yeah, so it's like basically a comedy, um, um, kind of like what Marvel did with those shows. It's essentially okay. like a, a show, but it's podcast audio. It's like an audio show. Okay. Oh, nice. Audio. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Great. I'll have to check it out. Um, yeah, so we'll be back next week, 7 p.m. Um, if, you, if you're not following and you're paying attention, please follow us. Uh, check out our socials. They're there. They're everywhere. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. Sorry. Um, and we'll see everybody next week. And don't forget to rediscover your, your geek. geek. Your geek. Your geek. Your geek. Your geek. All right. Peace All right. out, guys. Good night, guys. Bye. Bye.